He had a 28A model. So it was my daddy and my mama. And I was somewhere in there. And a little old dog. Come all the way from Portland, Oregon to Williamston, South Carolina. That's why I'm so tough. It was a Ford. (laughs) Well, it was. My daddy had money, but he said you could hardly find tires. And he said everywhere he stopped to get gasoline, he would say, Sir, do you have any tires to fit this old car? And everywhere he went, no, sir, I'm sorry, we don't have a one. The last place he stopped, he told Mama, he said, if we don't get tires here, we're going to be running on the rim. The man said, sir, I may have one. They looked and they rambled, and he said, hey, I got two. How many do you want? He said, I want them both. Bought the two tires and came on in. January to 9th, 1947, my mama could have aborted me, but she gave birth to me. That's what that rose stands for today. My mother is still living, and many times after I surrendered to preach, wherever I was on Mother's Day, she was there. Children, obey your parents. You won't regret it. At any given time, almost, in the life of First Baptist since I've been here, there's at least one, if not two, maybe three, of our ladies is always expecting, and we have some even now. You know, God is the one that started that. Bible says that God created male and female. He created man and he created woman and he created woman for man. Children came after that. Sometime we get the cart before the horse. Well, when I think about all the things that, that God is doing through our church family, And one of the reasons Lynn says, I want every lady in the church to have one of these books. Now, uh, there's plenty left, okay? So what I'm fist to say, I mean what I'm fist to say. If there is a lady in your life, take her one of those devotional books today. Just come up after service, pick you up one, and take it, and give it to them as a gift. He said, well, they're not a mother. What did I say? Women. This is Women's Day. I wouldn't want to leave out a one of you. Some of you got married and you couldn't have children. Some of you had children and and they, they they passed on, they died. But that doesn't make you any less woman. I mean, it has been where ladies who are having children made fun of those who couldn't have. You know, it's a gift from God. Children are a blessing, not a burden. 
This lady was very worn out. She was a working mother. She had one child. She was a single parent. She took the child in bed, kissed it goodnight, prayed with it, and went back to her den and sat down in her chair just to relax. She noticed on the floor there was a bunch of paper laying in a pile that was cut up. She thought, who's left this mess? So she gathers the papers up and goes to the kitchen table with a roll of tape. And she said, I want to see what they have cut up. My child's cut up something. She put the thing together with tape. And when she got it together, it was a picture, a face of a child. She thought, wow, that is so neat. She turned it over. And it was a picture of the map of the United States of America. And it hit her. I'm helping mold America. It's important, children, that you obey your parents. When you do, it makes it easier to be a mother. Now, this is a sad note. Some of this may fit some of you. You may not know where your mother is. There are situations like that. Where a young girl may have given birth to a baby and gave it away or adopted it out. And that child may never know or see that mother. Can you imagine this morning not knowing who your mother is? Well, when I think about mothers and the way that they are and they have shaped America, there are some reasons this morning for honoring our mother. I want you to make sure you get this this morning because you, you, listen, you're not going to have but one time in life to honor your mother and that's all your life. My mother's gone, but let me tell you something. My mother taught me to tithe. I'm 74 years old, and I've never, ever ceased to tithe. Because Mama said it's the right thing to do. Children, honor your mother, for this is right. You know what the devil says? You don't have to honor her. Just do her any way you want to. It is okay. You don't have to obey her. I hope that's not you. You say, well, you don't have a clue what kind of mother I had. Doesn't matter. You ain't got but one. Now, you may have adopted mother, which is okay, no problem. Hey. She's not here this morning. I'm not going to call her name, but after coming here as pastor, I always try to pick out somebody that reminds me of my mother. And there's one here that reminds me of my mother. And I try to always call and say, Happy Mother's Day. Or send a card. Just thinking of you. Just thinking of you. And then you as a mother, you might be saying, Well, you don't know what kind of children I had. 
God does. God knows. And when I think about this, the first reason to honor our mother is this, for she has needs. A mother has needs. Uh, she needs to be affirmed that, hey, I am so thankful you're my mother. I used to call my mother when she was in this world. I would call her on my birthday before she had a chance to call me and wish me happy birthday. I'd call her up and I'd say, Mama, I want to thank you for giving birth to me. Hey, affirm that, that you're grateful that she had you. You know, only a mother knows what it feels like to carry a baby for nine months. Only a mother knows that. Us men, hey, we don't have a clue. And I told Lynn, I said, after all this pain stuff that I have been through, which is nothing compared to what she went through, I said, I'm, I'm glad you're the one who's chosen to have the babies. Wow. I don't think I could handle it, guys. I don't think I could. But in our society today, we got men. Well, I won't call them men. I don't know what they are. Who want to live together and adopt a child. And that child grows up. I got, hey, this is a true story. And the little girl says to her teacher, I got two mothers. Or I got two daddies. No, you ain't. You ain't got but one. You ain't got but one daddy. You ain't got but one mother. And this business, well, God made me that. No, he did not. And I want to tell you something. This is Mother's Day, Women's Day. But you can't help but say something for the men. Now, you saw all these females up here. And you look back, and there were very few of us. That's one of the problems in the home today, where there's no daddy. And when, when we think about this, that mother, she, she, she has needs. Many of them are raising children by themselves. Some of those children don't even know if their daddy walked up, wouldn't even recognize them. Boy, my daddy had a saying. For those kind of men, he said they need to be taken out in the woods and tied up to a tree and buggy whipped. Hey, this, this business of the missing daddy is bad news, guys. You may know of some that's, that's living that kind of lifestyle. You need to confront them to their face and say, Son, you are going to stand before God and give an account of your life as a daddy and as a husband. A lot of them just run wild. Hey, I don't care. You know, that's a big thing in Africa. The men roam the city at night, get the girls pregnant, and they have the babies, and the men are gone. Listen, you want to honor your mama? She's got needs, and you need to affirm that you're very thankful, and you appreciate her as your mother. And again, 
You know, your mother may not care about you. You may not respect your mother. But you're going to give an account. Thing about it is, I didn't ask for the mother that God gave me. You know, I didn't ask for that. But I'm so grateful that she loved me and cared for me. Uh, you know, another thing about a mother has needs, we need to let our mothers give them permission to be themselves. They're not perfect. They don't, they don't live a perfect life. You know, I can see it today. I can close my eyes and, and in my mind go to, the, to my bedroom there in, in Piercetown in, in our house where I had, there was a, it was bunk beds and then we put them apart, two single beds. When I had my buddies over, they slept there and I was in this one. But every Sunday morning, my mama, she didn't knock on the door. She came into my bedroom, went in my closet, and took out the clothes that she wanted me to wear that day. Somewhere along the way, I got big head, big shoes. Mama don't know what I know. So I quit. I quit going to church. You can't make me go. I don't have to go. You know what my mother did every Sunday? Every Sunday, she'd come in there and lay out my clothes. Somewhere along the way, I guarantee you, she not only was laying out my clothes, she was praying for this sorry thing to get back in church. I'm thankful this morning to know that my mama had a hand in what you see today. Secondly, we need to not only honor our mothers because they have needs, but secondly, we need to honor our mothers for she's got gifts to give. Now I want to look at this in two ways. A lot of times children will say, Mama says, I got, I got to run to town. What you going to bring me? I don't think I'm, I'm not bringing anything. And they lay down and they have a fit and a spell. This one child wanted something and the mother they were in Wal Kmart then, sorry, for Walmart come along. And the child's wanting, and, and the mother says, we're not getting that, you don't need that. Laid down in the floor with the kicking and the crying. I'm going to tell you what I'd have done if I'd have been a mother. I'd have walked off and left it laying there. No, bless her heart, she got a hold to it and just had to literally drag it out. Now, I know about these whippings. Hey, oh, well, you don't touch me. I'll call DSS or whatever. I'll call so-and-so. Listen, I'm not for abuse. But I'm going to tell you something right now. My daddy wore me out to a fragile, and a lot of time it didn't do a bit of good. He had to do it again. I promise you. I promise you there's not a mark on my body that my daddy put there. There's marks on my body, but my daddy didn't put them there. I did for being disobedient. But hey, my mama, listen to me, my mama backed my daddy. Hello? 
And I know some women, listen, I can tell you story after story where the woman would not allow the man to be the man of the house and discipline the children. And the children went wild. The girl got pregnant and the boy was on drugs. And where do you go with this? Let me tell you something, ladies. Let the man be the man. And man, you let that lady be the mother. She's got her place. And let her be herself. The man was not happy with the supper that his wife had so lovingly prepared. Set it on the table for him. Literally, his words were, do you expect me to eat this slop again? I had it earlier this week. Threw it in the floor. You know, God should have right then, out of a righteous hand from heaven, slapped him in the floor. Listen, there's an old saying, waste not, won't not. And I praise God for a, for a woman who's thrifty. Always, hey, I heard this statement. This lady, bless her heart, she cut out coupons, trying to save money. She's at the register, and she's thumbing through these coupons. And the people behind say, look like she'd get out of the way. Why didn't she have her coupons ready? Buddy, you should have got to the grocery store earlier if you were in that big a hurry. I mean, my soul. Let a woman be a woman. Let her take her place in society. Now, you know, lately, hey, I've seen, I've seen women on the road flagging traffic. I've seen women driving 18-wheelers, flying airplanes, riding motorcycles. Well, I hope that they're still being a woman, okay? A woman. Well, when I think of, of my mama, my daddy gave my mama freedom to be a woman. My daddy gave my mama freedom to, to, to make the menu out, go get the groceries, and do the cooking. I never, ever heard my daddy sit down at the table and him say anything negative about what my mama prepared and put on the table. Now, some of you mamas ain't going to like this. Some of you youngins ain't going to like this. But read my lips. I don't care. <laughs> my, my mama... I had a sister, still have a sister, but my mama, when she fixed food, I mean, that's what it was. She didn't fix this over here because my sister liked this, and this over here because I liked this, and I didn't eat that. Whatever she put on the table, buddy, you ate it or you left it alone. There was no whining, I'm hungry. Well, you should have eaten your food. Hey, Lynn, two boys. What she fixed, they ate. And I don't know what they're doing now, but they were taught, buddy, if you take it out, you're going to eat it. Uh, Caleb was in college, and he brought, always bringing boys home on the weekend. Uh, and Lynn would fix, she'd get up 4.30, 5 o'clock on Sunday morning preparing a meal for who knows who was coming. This boy, he was from Miami. 
he was a good little barber. He cut Caleb's hair. He cut my hair when he would Caleb bring him home. And I forget what we had that Sunday, but it was always a delicious meal. And he had helped his plate, and he had eat, I guess, all he wanted. And Lan was getting up to bring the dessert out. And I says to him, I said, Anthony, did you, do you enjoy coming home with Caleb? I sure do. I said, do you enjoy your meal today? I sure did. I said, do you want to come back sometime? He said, I sure do. I said, you better clean that plate. He cleaned his plate. And they know that today. They remember that today. And they'll always ask Caleb, how's your daddy? <laughs> I tell them, I say, boys, tell people when they say, how's your daddy? You tell him he's in the falling stage of his life. Can't keep his feet off the ground hardly. Well, you know, my mama had gifts to give. My mama was a female. My mama was a good wife. My mama was a good mother. A third and final thing. We need to honor our mothers because she needs to be appreciated. Her needs need to be met. She has gifts to give but thirdly we need to honor our mothers for she has choices to make every day brings choices for mother every woman every day makes choices and I'll say this listen ladies women all of you if Jesus is not first you need to make it right today he wants to be first You say, well, what about my husband? What about my children? God's first, family's second, church is third. You got it? God, family, church. Now, you know the best choice that mothers and women can make is to accept Christ as their Savior. When I'm counseling a couple to get married, I don't say this is the biggest decision you're going to ever make. For I clearly get it straight before I move forward with my counseling. Do you know the Lord is your Savior? Have you been saved? Because that is the most important decision you're going to make in your life. Is accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior. If you plan to be the kind of wife God wants, if you plan to be the kind of mother that God wants, and if you want to be the kind of mother that the world needs to see, Jesus has to be first. Not second. Not third. Children. All of us have been there. Some of you are still there. And you want to grow up. But I tell you, men, you young boys... When you think you've got the right one, you need to make sure that that one you think's right knows Jesus. If you don't, you're headed for trouble. You're headed for a wrong road. Well, you know, some of our, our mothers, uh, I, I have seen this being made fun of too, and I, don't, I, I speak, I don't appreciate it. You have a lot of mothers who work. If they didn't work, their family wouldn't eat, sad to say. 
But then you have mothers who might just volunteer at the church or their housewives. And I have seen working women make fun of the housewives. Do you work anywhere? I'm a housewife. Oh. If a housewife does what they are supposed to do, listen, it's a seven day a week, 24 hours a day job. Every time my boys ever got hurt, they didn't holler daddy, they hollered mama. I want my mama. <laughs> it's amazing what a band-aid to do, isn't it? Well, I'd let you put a big one right here if it was possible. <laughs> Make you feel better. But a band-aid. Just put a band-aid on it. Well, you know, the women have their place in the working world. You know, I had some good nurses. I mean, every one of them, they probably sensed fear. I don't know. They said, don't you worry. We don't take care of you. I thought to myself, did the whole church family call over here and warn (laughs) y'all? I know one lady that warned them, hey, my preacher's coming. (laughs) Wow. Hallelujah. I couldn't ask to have been treated any better. At Easily Baptist, Baptist Hospital. Women, you guys, you, you got to choose. Today we honor you. I love you. I, as your pastor, I truly love you. Not the way I love Lynn, but I love you. You're part of the light of my life. Many of you tell me, preacher, we're praying for you. Is there anything I can do? Can I bring a meal? Hey, I wish you could have. Not that Lynn wasn't fixing, but she was fixing what the doctor said fix. I would have left to somebody to come and worked under the table. You know what I'm talking about? I wanted something sweet so bad yesterday, it was pitiful. Oh, my soul, I'd eat another tater with just salt on it. I thought, gosh, can I? And I saw, I thought it was chocolate-covered peanuts, and I'm not supposed to have chocolate or peanuts right now. And so I eased over, and I get, it made a racket when I took the lid off. I was at Caleb's house. Lynn said, uh-uh-uh. I said, wait a minute now, hold up. I didn't know, but it was cranberries. Megan said, uh, that's cranberries. Well, they had chocolate covered and white chocolate covered. So when Lynn said, "Eh, eh," I said, wait a minute. I'm going to get a white one. And I'm only going to get one. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. I put it. I laid it on my tongue where all them taste buds rushed in there like, ah, we got you. I didn't chew that thing. I nibbled and sucked on it till ooh wee. I'm thinking, wow, what sweetness that is. And the cranberry was good too. It's amazing what I have wanted to eat that I can't have eat to eat. No, I passed by that fried chicken and it's just reaching out. I had to say, get behind me, man. I can't have you. 
But mothers, I love you. I, I praise God for you for every role that you have in this church building, for every role you have outside this church building, for every child you've given birth to, for every child you have went to the graveyard with. I praise God for you today. Men, I want another applause for the women of God right now. Just you men. Listen. I'm finished. I'm done. So you've been done for it. I'm saying, well, that's all right. <laughs> Honor your mama today if she's living. Mine's living. Not where I can see her right yet, but mine's living. I think sometimes that she may say, God, <laughs> can I just go to the balcony and look over just to see how my boys are doing? Can I just do that? Probably not so. But I think about it. I got pictures of my mama, and I wanted to this morning, and the time got away to bring a picture of my mama and have Cassie put it up on the screen. I'll do that for long. Father's Day is coming. I'm going to tell you something I've thought about already. God put in my mind today's Women's Day. Men's day is coming, but I'm going to say also they're going to be a children's day. They're going to be a children's day. Listen, if you've never accepted Christ, male or female, today is the day. Jesus said that today's the day. Now, he, he knows what he's talking about. Yesterday's gone. Tomorrow never comes. We only have right now to do what's right for God. Women, I give you my honor today. I thank you for you being part of my life. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch our congregation today. Lord, I know there's been a lot of rambling, and, but I thank God that you said through the Holy Spirit, through Paul, Children, obey your parents. Father, I thank you today that I have no regrets in that department. I thank you today, Lord, that I had a mother who believed in discipline. And I had a mother that backed up my daddy. And I pray for anyone in this room right now, Father, that's lost, needs to accept you, that they would have the courage to come forward and accept you as their Savior. Whatever needs to be done in this room today, God, I pray that it would be done, and we'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You've heard the call. Susan's coming to lead us in our hymn of invitation. If you'd stand together and follow her leading.
would you be seated, please? Aaron, come stand with me, please, son. I'll stay on this step. At least I'll be close to being even. Aaron McCoy. Now we've got the real McCoy. Amen. Praise God for Aaron. Has been saved, baptized. Uh, he's a member at Boone's Creek Baptist Church and wants to put his membership in here this morning. What's the pleasure of our church receiving Aaron? All right. I want to see your hand and hear a hearty amen. 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 Praise God. This young man is a crane operator at the young age. I praise God for I told him every time I see a crane, I just want to look at it and I think of Aaron. Amen. Get with your pretty bride right there. Okay, y'all, we won't be here tonight. Enjoy your afternoon. If your mother's done departed this life, think about her today. I have such good, precious memories of mama. And hey, sooner than later, I'll get to see her again. Bible says we will know each other as we were known. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Max, son, would you come and take Aaron? Maybe you come go with them out here. Y'all come by. Extend the right hand of fellowship to them. And congratulate them. They hey, be married but a little bit. Two A. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Rusty, brother, right here, Rusty, right here, Cater. Would you come, son, and dismiss us this morning? Uh, I hope you'll have a good afternoon. Thank you for putting up with me today. And again, thank you so much for your prayers, your cards, and your calls. Brother Rusty. Didn't, didn't Kenny do a good job? Yeah. Mother's Day and Father's Day, he always makes them very, very special. And I've told you all this before. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, being called a mama's boy, it was fighting words. And this world will turn you every way but the right way. You get older, you look at things a little bit different. I would love to get in the car right now and go over to that old Mill Hill house and hug her neck and tell her how much I love her and how much I miss her. Instead, I walk across the road and I tell her how much I love her and how much I miss her. But she, along with Kenny's mama, she was a big part in the fact that I even came to church. And I talk to her every day, and I thank her every day. And nothing will ever replace that. So if they call you a mama's boy, advice from me, take it as a compliment. Let's pray. Father, I come to you right now, Lord. I thank you for this day. I thank you for all the mothers, Lord. I thank you for my mother. I thank you for my family, Lord. I thank you for my church family. Lord, I ask you to take care of each one and bless them, Lord, that's in this church today and the families that they represent. I ask you to care for us throughout the day. Make it a good day, Lord, throughout the week. Watch over and care for us all. The world is in a crazy, crazy situation, Lord, and it's going to take you to get us out of it. And I just pray that everyone can see it in their eyes, that they can feel it in their heart, Lord, that that's what it's going to take to turn this thing around. Forgive me where I fail you. Forgive us all of our many sins. Care for us as we go throughout the day. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.